If you want, we can just start over again. Words <laughs> and stuff? Know. Okay. Well, we could, we, I could splice it. Yeah, okay. I'm a good splice. I guess we can just start from Guild Wars 2. I think stuff. technically we're still speaking to the chat. We're still live, right? Yeah, we're still live, I believe. It's just the Skype calls being Skypey. Yeah, it's Skypey and Skypey. Skype, stop Skyping! It's like, swiper, stop swiping. Yeah, I got, got that. Oh, oh, okay. Well, kids, it's that time again. It's XP Quest Podcast, episode number two. We're recording live October 23rd, 2015. And with me tonight, shooting from the hip, Han Solo himself, Mr. Andang. I don't think I've ever been called Han Solo, so that's a first. Congrats, <laughs> DJ. You, you're like the Han Solo of, of the network. So you're the, I stick you're the real myself hero. and like... Get the, the princess in the end? Is that the how network that works? is the Millennium Falcon? You know, it doesn't look good, but it gets it where it counts. <laughs> That's probably more apt than you would imagine. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so <laughs> the reason we're doing a show tonight, we're going to do the uh, uh, a mini sode, as we call it. Uh, we're, we're we're reading from the good book Brax Wolf, who he said was chapter three, verses fourteen. Uh, Thou shall have small episodes. Um, we're gonna do. Uh, there's just just an explosion of exciting uh, MMO RPG news out. Yeah. And like doing all this in one show while we have a main topic uh, would probably do Joe justice to you know our guest. Like next week we have fantastic guests lined up, and I can't wait to talk to him. An actual developer. So uh, this week we're just going to fire through all this this list of uh, uh, exciting news topics, and and we'll toss things out. We'll let uh, chat intervene if needed. Got some live listeners. We are doing a giveaway tonight, so uh, don't look under your chairs yet. So in the news this week, uh, Guild Wars Two: Heart of Thorns launched. Finally got a DLC pack for Guild Wars 2, which brought the original game down to free-to-play. So, uh, did you pick this up, Andang? I have not yet, but I'm definitely going to. Uh, it looks like a fun expansion. Yes. I. Uh, it's incredible. I. This game just needs more expansions. I think it's fantastic, too, that it's still pay-to-play. And and while there is a little bit of you know controversy on you know how they sort of launched this and then sort of made other things free to play, that aside, you you definitely get your value for this, definitely. I mean, the ridiculous hours of gaming you have just buying this is worth it. So yeah, I'm not saying that the anyone complaining is unfounded, but it is compared to other MMOs, an obnoxiously good deal. I mean, you pay, like, what, like, you know, 50 bucks once every, like, two years for an expansion, yeah, and that's kidding. your total cost for the MMO? That's really good. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> now, there there is someone over on uh, Lotro Players that's doing a free-to-play run. Is that correct? Was it Aerithur? I think so, yeah. 
I can't wait to see how far he actually gets. Because <laughs> I'm I'm cheap, right? And I got like I think it was almost to the lone lands where I'm just like I need a horse, <laughs> like you know, it's just like I gotta get a horse. <laughs> yeah, I was able to get all the way up through Angmar on free to play on just two characters in Lotro. Wow! So as long as you have like two characters, you're pretty good for doing stuff as long as you do most of the quests and stuff like that odd i guess it makes sense um so i did see this morning as i was uh at work that with the launch of heart of thorns they have crossed over seven million players it's kind of exciting to see an mmo firm actually release player data makes you wonder though how many of those are you know true free to play you know <laughs> or like how many of those bought heart of right. thorns versus just are now playing the free version either way it's a lot of people and i did see that is. i saw pictures of their launch in uh in some of the cities and it was just a sea of names and i'm like that has to be just lag city <laughs> right there yeah <laughs> but everyone's partying so it was a good time so I mean, the original Guild Wars was the fastest-selling game of all time up to that point as far as an MMO goes, I believe. I believe that's what they said. Um, So it makes sense that the expansion is doing really well and, you know, keeping increasing the players. Um, So, yeah, that's good. Sweet. So look on our channel uh, the next week or so because I'm going to be starting to put a couple articles out. Now that we have Heart of Thorns finally released, I haven't done the, uh, I haven't done my duty and patched yet, but I'll probably, I'll, I'll just start it up and let that run overnight. <laughs> That's probably going to take a few. So, uh, into our next news, uh, RPG Maker MV launched today. Uh, they also launched today, as a matter of fact. Uh, it is the next version of RPG Maker, and... When I just look at the bullet points of the features of this, I just get tingly because, as you guys know, last year for our Extra Life campaign, or for Braxwolf's Extra Life campaign, um, I did the Lotro Players RPG, and that, you know, I I see it as, you know, it was, some, it was a rush project. Everyone else loved it, but some of the stuff that's in the new version, I'm like, it is so tempting to reopen that project and keep going again because now we can do full 1080 graphics, uh, still 16-bit, mind you. Um, we can export it directly out to playable apps on Google Play or iOS. I mean, that alone, just imagine playing Lotro Players you know, RPG on the can at work. Th- think that over. And then you right, know, that's enough just, for the audience. <laughs> yeah, that's enough. Okay. So the the good news <laughs> is next week's show is all about RPG Maker, and we are interviewing uh, a guest host uh, from uh, uh, Raz, Raspberry Games, um, and he's going to talk about his greenlit title, Vidar, the RPG where everyone dies. So tune in next week for that. That guy's awesome. A, guy's a great guy. He's a good speaker too. So it'll be a fantastic show. It's probably gonna run long too. I'll warn you. Bring some popcorn. So, do you want to take this uh, next one? Yes. Well, ESO is going to be launching with Imperial City DLC, which has been long, long, <laughs> long anticipated. <laughs> And honestly, now that it's here, I'm not sure 
what to think. I mean, I haven't been able to go in and try it out, but it's it's been such a long lead up into this that I'm I'm kind of a little bit over ESO at this point. I know I'm <laughs> probably super biased on that, but I'm not I would have been way more excited for this if it would have come like six months ago. Yeah. But they I just am, haven't had that much content coming for ESO and so I am so ridiculously near the starting zones in this game just by yeah. choice that I am so far I I can't even think DLC at this point but <laughs> I I mean I find it exciting that they're at least expanding it and everybody's seems to be excited I haven't heard any negative yeah. things about it yet or I haven't read it I mean any it has stuff. it has gotten a lot better I mean they've been doing things recently like adding in the uh, full voiceover where the faces will actually match what the voices are doing mm-hmm. and they've added in the ability for you to kill most of the NPCs, and then uh, <laughs> you can actually gain uh, a certain amount of like uh, infamy. Basically, I don't remember what the, it's actually called in the game. And you could actually end up having players coming after you because you killed too many people. <laughs> <laughs> and so there's like a cop and robbers type thing going on inside, which is perfect for an ESO game because you know that's part of the core Elder Scrolls games where you can kill anybody you want to basically to a certain extent if it's like super story important yeah it was always ai but... that came after you <laughs> now it's like yeah sneaky players you're gonna do sneaky player stuff <laughs> they know exactly where to wait for you <laughs> and there still is ai that'll come after you but now there's also players that could yeah so um this week in their news they said they're doing a witches festival all week so Halloween-themed ESO stuff. Go get your witch on. Awesome. So, uh, huge event in Lotro this weekend. Uh, The beta event on Saturday night. Uh, And apparently all weekend, if you're helping them stress test their stuff, you get entered into drawings to get free stuff. And some of that free stuff was pretty awesome. It was like lifetime VIP kind of coolness, right? Yeah, there's lifetime VIP, there's a ton of turbine points they're giving away, and everyone who logs in gets a free 100 free turbine points. Well, that's worth it right there. So, as long as you log in within a certain period on Saturday, which it'll be too late once you get this podcast, but (laughs) 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 you get 100 free turbine points, and that's really pretty cool. Um, I believe the Massively headline, which I... I, I love Massively, but this particular headline kind of bugged me because they said <laughs> Lotro bribes players or something like that. Oh. And it's free stuff. It, <laughs> you're <laughs> testing stuff with free stuff. It Like, <laughs> who cares what, like, the inner politics behind it? it? I'm just glad to get, you know, free turbine points. I'm I think kidding. That, so, anyway, really cool deal by uh, Turbine, giving away a lot of free stuff for players helping test their new servers. And, um... Related to their servers, a lot of people thought that the server merges were 100% uh, needed because of the decreasing population in Lotro. Mm -hmm. Well, just this last uh, week, they actually revealed that they are going to have to pause the uh, transfer process and the server merges until after the new hardware gets in place because the current remaining servers are so full that they can't <laughs> actually handle more players. 
<laughs> and so that was really good news that Lotro still has, you know, plenty of players keeping their servers around. So I thought that was really good. Yeah. That's yeah, that is fantastic news. And I have actually just even on you know, I I mostly play at Land Rover, but I I have just seen more and more people everywhere. You know, not not just yeah. even in Bree. I'm talking like in the middle of nowhere. I'm running into people like in caves inside of Agmar. You know. So. Well, you want to know what's really crazy is Landerville wasn't even one of the servers they mentioned as to why that they're stopping the transfer process. <laughs> there are there are apparently uh, three other servers because you can't transfer to Brandywine right now. But there are three other servers now that are the size of Brandywine, which is Lotro's largest server currently. Oh wow! And this just happened recently, and they're only halfway through the servers, and they've gone through the smallest servers first. So there's even more players coming. And they're all ready to where there's four <laughs> servers that, that out of the remaining ten that uh, can't be transferred to anymore, basically, because they're so full of players. So that was really, really good news to hear that Lotro is still very much alive and kicking. That's fantastic news. <laughs> Gives us more stuff to aim for, like Minas Tirith. <laughs> yes, uh, Minas Tirith's coming up. Very exciting. <laughs> Woohoo! So I, I, you guys had a fascinating topic. I was I was driving to work and I heard on Lotro players where you guys were talking about like a, a wanderer class or something where you could view. And to me, that's I, not to bring that topic back up, but like when I was sitting here driving thinking about that, I'm like, I hope they would do that as like an invisible thing, right? Like you couldn't interact with actual players because that would be ridiculously game breaking you know, from people who are really immersed into the game. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. But I do. Th- I, I, do I agree. I it think would be it would nice. be interesting if they did something. Yeah. Go ahead. It'd be interesting if they did something similar to ESO where you can actually turn off uh, other players if you want to. And so I'll be able to do that with like the wanderers in Lotro so that you don't see. <laughs> so Brax Wolf and chat saying, DJ is an infrastructure admin. Would you move to new hardware in the middle of a major software alteration or move the existing apps to new hardware, then upgrade the app? You know, I'm a fan of fresh installs, but I I couldn't even figure this one out. Like I I do in my my daily job, I do enter data center moves for large corporations and we're talking just you know, petabytes of data sometimes and it is like I draw these like four or five month long war plans where, oh, it's, it is very stressful. So like I, <laughs> kudos to Turbine because just seeing just, I can't even imagine the database files on the back end of these things. Yeah. I, I mean, I see the stuff that I store in all my inventory slops, slots, you know? <laughs> so I'm like, and, and then I hear about, you know, people who are just like basically, you know, uh, uh, like crafting hoarders you know <laughs> so yeah all of that times eight and a half years of data exactly <laughs> exactly it's like that's 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 a lot of data nope no thank you i'll stick with uh companies and accounting firms thanks <laughs> uh so uh any more on lotro uh, i think we're good okay uh, in uh, typical news, Hotline Miami is actually on sale again this weekend. That brings it to, I think, 300 days on sale consecutively. Um, this is a 
It's a very long running joke in my circle of friends. It's like, hey, Hotline Miami's on sale. And we're like, hey, like we always cheer it and retweet it. The Hotline Miami <laughs> developers have actually followed us a few times after we've done that. <laughs> they don't realize that we're actually joking that it's always on. Like, don't pay for I imagine price. if you do that to any old game that the developers <laughs> will probably start following you. Please don't ever pay full, pli- full price for Hotline Miami. Good game. Just don't ever pay full price. <laughs> so uh, moving on in uh, Fallout 4 news. The Bethesda teams have teamed up with Carlsberg to make Fallout beer available in UK only. So, as an American, I say, boo. But Well, you just need a UK friend. That's all you need. Yeah, do we know anybody in the UK? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> He's kind of a downer, though. He's like, sigh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll butter him up. <laughs> we, we totally will. <laughs> we'll, we'll send them some <laughs> happiness and cheer or something <laughs> we'll, hey we'll send them some guild wars credits somehow well, what we'll do is we'll buy him a beer and then he'll send us the rest okay yeah that seems fair <laughs> I can't imagine the <laughs> shipping for a case of beer across the Atlantic <laughs> uh, be easier for me to just find the recipe and brew it myself here in the midwest pretty sure Honestly. it's easier for you just to, like swim over there and <laughs> <Exactly>. get the <laughs> beer and swim back uh so are you uh you fired up for fallout you a fallout guy? i am i am i'm i'm not a huge fan of the series but i i'm a bigger fan of elder scrolls to be honest but yeah. fallout is still amazing and the amount of references they have to all sorts of, you know, post-apocalyptic references, it's just fantastic. And they even make tons of references to fantasy. And it's just this really amazing world. And I'm really excited in this one because you get to start before everything goes south. And um, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of story elements that will remember back to that early part. And I think the story is going to be really great on this one. I mean, they've got some big-name actors going on this one too so i uh i think the only thing i dislike about fallout is that if you play it a lot of it in (laughs) consecutive nightly playings right you just manually just get depressed you're like oh there's no hope for humanity everything's dreary and brown and so, uh, so you got to take breaks, do. and then you have fire up oblivion. Everything's all green and shiny, and there's flowers and dogs <laughs> chasing you through the grass, you know. And it's really sad when you go to oblivion to get exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but the worst thing you could do is like play Fallout One and Two, and then go into Moria and Lotro, and then go to Fallout Three. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure people die from doing that. Like it's it's not something you want to do. <laughs> On that subject, uh my my main in Lotro, I got sick of Moria. So I came outside and I was working on a bunch of quests and I ran into somebody and they were like, "Hey, you want to you want to you know, gang up?" And they they were like, "Hey, I'll take you to see Minas Tirith, you know. I'll just take you there and you can just shadow me." I'm like, no, I sort of want to save it. And I told him, I was like, yeah, I just got out of Moria. I was getting depressed in there. I had to come out and see the sky. And then he's like, you do realize we're in Angmar. I'm like, I know. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> I was like, but at least I could look up, you know? <laughs> I 
That's hilarious. Good times in Lotro. Hey, I finally took down that stupid turtle solo in Angmar. Hey, that's nice. That's a good accomplishment. <laughs> I, I hate that thing has been my bane. I was like 10 levels over it, but I took it down. <laughs> that's right. I did a dance. You know, I did some other unethical, unplayer-like things on top of it when I was done. Okay, we'll move on. Dungeon Defenders, this is all you. Yes, Dungeon Defenders 2 has finally made it to public alpha. Uh, I don't know if you played the original Dungeon Defenders. Briefly. But uh, basically, just tower defense, and uh, also you control a character and go through and be able to fight stuff. Um, the main thing is you get a ton of loot, and it kind of plays on uh, that Diablo-type feel, just in like a third person. But you get you know tons of loot, all and you level up and get all that great... XP MMO style <laughs> gameplay, but with a tower defense. With the sequel, I at first I didn't think they needed a sequel, especially when they were talking about that they were going to be switching it over to a MOBA all of a sudden. Oh, seriously? <laughs> and I got really worried. And but what's good, it ended up being good, is that they said it was going to be you know a free to play MOBA. Well, okay. they said Dungeon Defenders Two is going to be free. And so they stayed to that promise even after the community told them to switch back over, and they actually did. <laughs> after the community and was so, like, no, no, no. <laughs> and so Dungeon Defenders 2 is actually a free tower defense game that is going to be coming out uh, later. It's currently in uh, open public alpha, and it's free for anyone on that wants to go get it on Steam. And they said there's going to be no more character wipes, so it's basically you know the core game, and they're going to be adding on more and more mechanics as they get into beta and then the eventual release. But uh, <laughs> even after finding out it was going to be a tower defense game, I wasn't sure if they needed a sequel until I saw some of their later map designs uh, that they've got. They've, they have this amazing boss fight that uh, swoops all over the map. I mean, it's like Lotro, Draycock, and some other uh, MMO boss battles that I've seen has nothing on this. <laughs> it it is really, really cool. Uh, they they did tons of great animation to make it be really interactive. It's like carpet bombing players with fire, oh, and you know doing all these great things. And then it'll just like all of a sudden like go like way back up into the air to like <laughs> figure out where it wants to go next, and then swoop back down. And then every now and then it'll land down, and you want to really quickly place towers so that it'll shoot at the dragon. <laughs> And, you know, also kill to death. It's just a ton of fun, and uh, there's also just hordes and hordes of things to kill. And uh, the map design's greatly improved. It has a much bigger scale and really feels like a, a nice sequel that needed to be a sequel. And that's definitely something fresh, because a lot of games you'll not know why the sequel's coming out. It's basically the same as the previous one, just with a little bit better graphics. The quest so for more So it was nice money. to see... <laughs> well, that's the obvious reason, but from you know a gameplay reason, it's like, why do I really need to buy this? Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's because we're gullible. We're gullible. <laughs> Insert and any the games joke. are good. <laughs> Insert any joke about the Hobbit movies here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even get me started. We, we, we there is not enough time. <laughs> Uh, okay, so uh, Star Wars Battlefront. I have watched you play this several nights now. You've you've been streaming this. It looks fantastic, but I am horrible at shooters. I clearly I'm horrible at them as well. <laughs> you seem to be. You seem to have it mostly. You know, 
You have your moments. I, I understand shooters and get them, but I have this urge to run in blindly <laughs> and end up dying pretty quickly. But, you know, I, I am relatively good at shooters. I just run in too quickly and then end up dying. Um, but the design of this game is beyond any other shooter, multiplayer shooter I've seen. Um, the sound design of, of the AT-ATs on Hoth sounds <laughs> right out of the movie. It's just fantastic. Um, you can actually, you know, get in the AT-ATs and uh, be able to, you know, blast at all the rebels all over the place. <laughs> um, it's just fantastic. There's a map that's designed for jetpacks that's designed better than anything I've seen for jetpack gameplay in any online shooter. Nice. And it does it just fantastically to where there's this really nice balance where the jetpacks aren't overpowered, but they're also really useful. And you can just hop in and out of these various uh, three height maps, basically, all over across this big map. And there's these uh, drop pods that'll come down on this planet, and they can actually kill you if you're in the wrong spot <laughs> and apparently the game won't warn you that you're about to get hit by <laughs> just a like drop pod squish and so you literally just get squished by it if uh if you're not too careful um i haven't been accidentally killed but i've seen people that literally just like go running for them just to be killed by a drop pod <laughs> on youtube there's some really funny videos um and it's just really cool that they you know thought to make the drop pod actually do damage to players if it hits them from falling from the sky. Most other games would just have it, you know, appear. Um, and so it's little details like that that make it feel so believable. And the sound design helps immensely with this, and you have the full score of uh, the, you know, John Williams and tracks going through. The yeah. And it's just fantastic. Um they did make a change to where you no longer go uh, straight to vehicles. You instead have these power-ups that are throughout the map. And they'll spawn, at least in my experience, close to where the action is. So no longer do you have to go like run across the map <laughs> to a vehicle and then drive all the way back across in another direction. You can just hop in and go. And so it's very quick gameplay and a lot of fun. And the Hoth map feels more like Star Wars than anything I've ever played in any solo or multiplayer game. <laughs> it's it's really amazing. They got they hit the nail on the head, and I can't wait to see what happens when this game comes out because this is just a very small slice of what will be the full release because there's even going to be like episode seven maps and <laughs> all sorts of other stuff. So I was gonna say it's like every time Star Wars kind of dies down somehow it gets resuscitated, right? And then with yeah. episode seven coming out, uh, speaking of which, we still got to do a reaction to the reaction videos. We had promised <laughs> ourselves we were going to do that. We're just going to sit there and watch YouTube of watching people do reactions to the trailer. We totally are. That's, <clears throat> totally got to do that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, have they said when they're going to do uh, the the full release of this game? Like, is it going yeah, to coincide November with episode 17th-ish, I believe, somewhere in November. Just in time for Christmas. <laughs> nice. And Do you have a uh, pref preferred side? Um, 
Well, it's interesting because they did say that the uh, rebels are actually underpowered on the Hoth map. But what's interesting, at least in my experience, was that they were actually overpowered in uh, the other map that they had. <laughs> so it's almost like that they've given different balance to try to balance the Hoth map. But in the process, they made it to where the rebels are like all of a sudden on a different uh, scale. But it's still, you know, you can still win on the other side. It's just it's more often that you'll lose on rebels because it's really hard to defend Hoth, turns out. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I think I've only ever watched people play the Hoth map. Like, is, there a, is there that Ewok map? Well, Indoor is not in the uh, beta, but it is going to be in the release. Okay. And... Yeah, it, I'm I'm super it's excited. Furry and... hobbits like booby trapping people with sticks and stuff. <laughs> okay. That's right. <laughs> and I was um, really hoping that the original Battlefront team would be making uh, you know, be made by Dice. Hmm. And I mean, you know, the the games were great. I enjoyed them, and it was nice to have you know that competition. But the dice games were still higher quality back then. Yeah. And now that that studio went out of business, <sighs> you know, you don't have to like wish that they'd get it taken away. I mean, it's terrible that, you know, they went out of business obviously because we lost Battlefront 3, which was really far in development at the time actually. Mm-hmm. Um but it is nice to see dice taking this on and, you know, putting in some really really great graphics and a huge, huge budget into this game, I'm sure. Um, this is EA is, publishes it? Yeah, this is the uh, core Battlefield team that okay, is working okay. on this. So it's, you know, big bucks <laughs> nice. put into it. So <sighs> The last one I enjoyed from them was Bad Company 2. That just the that was a good game. The writing in that game is worth playing it in single player. Like everyone's like, oh, "Why yeah. would you play it single player?" I'm like that, that that's the best part of the game. <laughs> it actually had really good story, and I I've just always enjoyed vehicle combat shooters over oh yeah you know, normal infantry. So yeah, oh, well. great game. Can't wait till it comes out. Alas, all good mini episodes come to an end. Uh, donations. Uh, is this still the correct number, 18? <laughs> I believe so. Looking up right now. We have questionable 18 supporters on Patreon. If you would like to join this group of swell individuals and support the shows on the Player Alliance, Players Alliance, like XP Quest, simply go to the donation page on any of our sites where you can support the Players Alliance on Patreon. You will find rewards like a mention on the podcast of your choice and a favorable mention. Uh, if you don't donate, we don't mention you favorably. And, uh, That's right. Or you can even guest as an episode on XP Quest. So, uh, you know, Andang did pay me $20 to be on this. Let's be real. <laughs> That's a joke. Yeah, I did, DJ. <laughs> Uh, you can email us questions, concerns, hate mail, or fan mail over at podcast at xpquest.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Players Ally for the Players Alliance, at XP Quest for XP Quest, or at DJ Pimp Daddy for myself. Or you can follow our guest at PVMP underscore Andang. You got to get rid of that PVMP underscore. 
I really do, but sadly, Someone's Andang means torch in Indonesian, and so there's all these uh. Andangs <laughs> meaning torch Twitters. Yeah. So I don't think I'll ever have just Andang. <laughs> See, Dracula had he said someone's just parking on his name. <laughs> oh my God, and that's... at this point, there's so many links to at PVMP underscore Andang that I don't want to go back and edit like a hundred plus episodes. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Okay, so uh, the Players Alliance live shows every Monday at 8.30 Eastern, DDO Players News. Every other Thursday-ish uh, at 9 p.m., we're doing XP Quest. Uh, Saturdays at 8.30 p.m., we're doing uh, the Lotro Players News. And you can always join our live shows here at xpquest.com live. So next episode... We are having a, a guest named Dean Razivi from Raspberry Games. Uh, he is the maker of Vidar. It's an RPG where everyone dies. So it's going to be a fantastic time. We're going to just nerd out about RPG Maker and the process of making and revitalizing the 16-bit RPG community using fantastic tool called RPG Maker. So definitely join us next week. You could uh, pick apart a developer's brain, and uh, he has been greenlit, and he was actually, um, he, he, what is it, uh, he was crowdsourced, so whatever that was, uh, he, but he was also greenlit on, on Steam as well, so awesome. got a game and Yeah, coming. if you have uh, any questions, feel free to email us at podcast at XPQuest if you yes. have any questions for that developer. Sweet. Good, good tip. Okay. Any closing uh, arguments for or against uh, Star Wars? Uh, Star Wars is great. Looking forward to the next film. Play Battlefront. I will leave you all with what, Judy? Nothing. Okay. Thanks for listening up, (laughs) everybody. Get out there and grind. Not that kind of grind. See you guys. So I'd like to point out that we actually got the clean rating on iTunes last <laughs> for our first episode. In your window. Just like to point that out. In because we did actually get the clean rating. How do we get that? Somehow Lotro Players has not Lotro Players News. <laughs> we actually got yet this show does on its first logo. episode. I did see that clean logo, didn't <laughs> I was like, really? Like I thought you'd like yeah. <laughs> uh, Zinger's like cleanest podcast in North America. Okay, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> I, cleanest podcast, not actually. Mm.